0: Hello and welcome back to Episodes of Psychosis. This is another episode where we talk about issues that are relevant to people experiencing psychosis and recovering from psychosis. I'm happy to be talking to you today about um, an important issue that I think affects people with psychotic symptoms and a diagnosis of psychosis equally. Actually, it's kind of a difficult topic and one that I think requires some sensitivity and sympathy on the part of outside observers and self-compassion on the part of people experiencing psychosis. So what I'll be talking about today is the tendency for people with psychotic symptoms and psychosis to experience worse physical health in addition to their um, psychological condition, psychiatric condition that they're experiencing. And there's good evidence for this, and, there, and we'll be talking about why this might be the case. Um, so let's explore that in this episode. And if you've got ideas that you want to share, or questions, or feedback that you want to share please find the email address attached to the comment section of this podcast and go ahead and send me a question or a comment or an observation. I'll be happy to get back to you. So as I mentioned, we're talking about the link between psychosis and physical health so there's a there's a problem that I want to identify and that is people experiencing psychosis or psychotic symptoms without a diagnosis of um, a mental disorder will have more health problems than people in the regular uh, so-called normal population and so, and so this is a serious problem because um, we could have, there's some research that suggests that um, people who experience psychosis are more likely to um, die, um, the, the life expectancy can be shortened by up to 20 years. And so it's this very serious problem for people with psychosis. And I want to talk about a World Health Organization study that was conducted um, to look into this issue so that we can explore it in a little bit more detail. Um, So in order to do that, I've posted a link in the comment section of this podcast, and you don't have to... You, you don't you don't have to go to the link, uh, but those of you who are interested in learning about this in more detail may find it helpful to go directly to the original source of the information. Find this study; it's called um, "Psychotic Symptoms Are Associated with Physical Health Problems Independently of a Mental, di- mental Disorder Diagnosis," and. Again, it's the results from a World Health Organization survey. So if you're interested, go ahead and find the link for that study. And it is published in World, in a journal called World Psychiatry in 2013. And if you go ahead and find the link for that study and follow the link, that'll take you to... Um, that'll take you to the article itself. What I'm going to be talking about is um, some of the research conducted in this study and they looked at three groups um, those with no symptoms of psychosis, those with symptoms of psychosis as well as those already diagnosed with psychosis. And what they found, well, what I'll say is they were looking for medical conditions and health problems. So I'll give you a, a I'll list some of the things like angina, asthma, arthritis, tuberculosis, vision or hearing problems, mouth or teeth problems. Um, And and so, basically, what they're looking for is the correlation or the link between um, psychosis, whether it's diagnosed or not, and various health problems. So here's where we, uh, here's why we care about this issue. The main thing is we want to understand what's going on here so that we can do something about it, to prevent it. The impact of cardiovascular and metabolic illnesses have been consistently reported, according to the report. And evidence accumulates suggesting there's a role of infectious diseases, respiratory illnesses, and also abuse of different substances, drugs, among others. So that may be part of it. The other issue is lifestyle factors. Sedentary lifestyle, so... Um having a lack of motivation, a person might find themselves lying in bed for more of most of the day. and this we know is very unhealthy. Um, another f- risk factor might be an inadequate diet, so not eating healthy enough, not eating vegetables, not eating fruits, um, not eating not getting the nutrients that you need. To feed yourself uh, the healthy things that are going to keep your body working right. Another lifestyle factor that could be a risk is smoking. They also suggest there's also been research in the past that suggests that an inadequate access to health care. Um, or an unequal access to health care for people um, experiencing psychosis as opposed to people in a healthier condition. And finally, um, and very interestingly, um, another interpretation is that immune mechanisms and inflammation may also play a role. Mediating not only the brain expression of the disorder, but also the systemic problems of health. In other words, there could be immune mechanisms, problems with the immune system and inflammation in the body, which lead to both the psychosis and the um, health problems that have been observed. So remember about 3% of the general population have a di- have a diagnosed psychotic disorder. But when you look at people in the population that are not diagnosed but have psychotic symptoms, it goes way the the percentage can go way way up up to about 45% for the presence of at least one symptom of psychosis. In a worldwide cross national study. And so the reason that that's relevant is because the authors of the study are looking at not only people with a diagnosed um, psychotic disorder. Uh, a diagnosed psychosis disorder, but also people experiencing at least one symptom of psychosis. And now I'll jump ahead to the findings, just for the sake of time, for in the interests of keeping this podcast relatively brief. Um, the the authors found that their results were in line with previous research suggesting that psychosis is related to worse physical health and higher rates of various medical problems such as angina or cardiovascular problems, asthma or pulmonary problems in the lungs, Tuberculosis. They also suggest that the relationship is not, it doesn't have to be a diagnosed disorder of psychosis. But as long as somebody's experienced at least one symptom of psychosis, they're at the same risk. And so there's other, so there are, there are. A, other health related factors um, that they also found including car accidents other accidents, mouth or teeth problems they also found this connection to the same connection existed for smoking and alcohol abuse but also hearing and vision problems so it's it's very important to try and understand why it could be that this connection occurs so that's what we'll, that's what the authors talk about and that's what we'll be exploring in the last few minutes of this particular episode the authors of the research actually conclude Um, Well, they they suggest that their results point to one particular interpretation of physical illness among people with psychosis. And that is that there may be a physiopathological link, a physical illness link, based on either genetic or inflammatory or immune or metabolic mechanisms um, underlying the relationship between psychosis, symptoms, and physical diseases. In other words, their interpretation is that there could be something going on that leads to both psychosis and physical diseases in the body, whether it be immune system related or inflammation or some common genetic uh, factors. And they they argue that it's important to promote general physical health and improve methods to screen for um, various medical conditions. And I think that's the important takeaway of this um, research, which is to say, we should be watching very carefully for any medical conditions that could arise in addition to psychosis. So, if you're a person who's experienced psychosis, either simple, sorry, not simple, but either singular symptoms of psychosis that haven't been diagnosed or diagnosed psychosis, um, you should be watching very carefully for medical conditions and you should be receiving um, hopefully good screening for good screening methods for any um, illness conditions that might come along with um, that, that seem to be linked to psychosis. So that includes cardiovascular and, and pulmonary, and so on. Even this, and this includes people who do not even fully meet the criteria for a disorder of psychosis. So people experiencing uh, only a few symptoms of psychosis. Now it's, now it's not possible to talk about causation In this study, because only correlations were looked at. Um, And they didn't have any data to look at potential determinants of the severity or disability associated with psychosis symptoms. And they didn't look at the number or frequency of episodes, episode length or age of onset. They didn't look at episode severity so it limits how it limits how much we can say um, how psychosis on a on a spectrum could affect people's physical ailments. We we can't make any conclusions in that regard. Um, in addition, the other. Limitation of this research is that the there was no clinical interview to assess psychosis in this study. So there there is definitely room for um, improved research on this topic, um, and I think that I think that this is just um, a healthy introduction the ideas behind physical health and psychosis I don't think this is the end of the story I think this is just an introduction to the importance of this topic Well that's it for today I hope that you've learned something about the link between physical illness and psychosis I know I have and I hope that you've enjoyed listening If you have enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing so that you can continue to listen on an ongoing basis to episodes of psychosis. Also, if you have any questions or comments that you wish to share with me, please find my email address in the comment section of this podcast. Other than that, I hope that you're well, and I wish you all the best.